This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gon' check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld (laughs) It has been a day, Barry You were moving this morning And now you're here to tell the tale yeah, I moved partial. I moved out of my New York City apartment this morning. But because this podcast and all of you folks are my priority, I <laughs> I came back and I am making time to do this today. Um, Look, yeah, moving is exhausting. An episode such as that Beverly Hills finale deserves to be discussed, and we fully oh, yeah. intend to do so. <laughs> Um, before that, let's just dive into this week's Below Deck Med because we had the aftermath of Hannah's departure. She is no longer on the show. It feels weird to just not see Hannah on the show. It does, but at the same time, the internet came for who we wanted them to come for. (laughs) (laughs) So not see um, Malia and Captain Sandy, but so not seeing Hannah on this episode was kind of like fine because we're like, she's in a better place right now. Look, Hannah, of course, Hannah didn't intend to leave the show the way she did, but she's, she's fine. I think it was going to be her last season anyway. I know, but we, but she even said that too. She's like, I would have left, but not like this, but we're like, Don't people always say things like that? Like, of course. (laughs) So one of the main things that was happening this episode is that Rob had this back and forth of whether he suggests after the season is flying to Bali and Rob was having this debate about whether or not he wanted to change his plane ticket to fly to Bali with her. And I truly just don't get why this was such a big deal. (laughs) It got a little too romantic for me. I was like, "The guys, this isn't a fairy tale. It's like, she's going to Bali. It was her idea. She said, you want to come? Come. If not, I'm going to be pissed. And then it like escalated to like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't come to Bali with me. Not like that, but like Jess was like, so you're, so you're coming to Bali with me, right? Like you're, you're coming, are you coming to Bali with me? And I was like, just go to Bali with her, please. (laughs) Already. Yeah, like, and so they ended up doing a whole scavenger hunt thing around where, Jess was like traipsing around the boat trying to find Rob and the whole payoff was that he's going to Bali and it was just kind of like, okay, you okay. booked a flight for a vacation. Cool. Exactly. Like, okay, first of all, I would not want, the thought is there, like it's super cute, but I'm not like that personally. So I would be like all awkward and be like, yay. Like you would think something bigger than that is happening. I don't know, like an engagement, <laughs> right. even though if that was my engagement, I'd be kind of pissed too. Not being like, you know, shallow or anything, but, and then, so he did this whole cute scavenger hunt just to say he like booked the same flight to Bali. And I was like, um, moving on. <laughs> Fine. Um, moving on. Tom is still having some troubles in the kitchen. 
dude, it's chicken. You gotta cook it. Like you can't give it. To I will say, <laughs> I will say when it's like lobster or, you know, some seafood or whatever, there's more of a line. Like it's more of a gray area of how people prefer it with chicken. It's like very clear. If it's I pink, totally it's prefer for it to be cooked. Like I prefer my chicken to be. Cooked. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just rough and it's interesting. We still see, um, Captain Sandy seems to be very much um, happy with Malia and not really giving Tom a second look in the Oof. kitchen. Whereas I feel like if Kiko had served a meal like that, Sandy would have been like breathing down the back of his neck. Question. Like, is Malia doing something off camera that me or the entire world are not seeing that Captain Sandy does? Guys, if I can tell you the amount of like my friends who texted me and like DM me about their feelings towards Malia. Like, listen, we watch the same show everybody else does. And this is the fine line where it's like you judge people because I'm only getting what I see on TV. And what I see on TV from Malia, I wouldn't want her to be my friend or work for her or do anything. Not saying that she's not like that in real life. Maybe she's a super nice person. And like they edited out all of that. <laughs> Yeah, it's unclear. It's going to be frustrating if there's seven more episodes that are like this. Um, I don't know. We'll see. At the very end of this week, we see um, the lovely Aisha return back to the boat as the new seconds do. I really like Aisha. If nothing else, I feel like she'll bring kind of a fresh energy. Um, Totally. Did you notice that when Sandy was introducing and she's like, this is... Did Aisha think she was coming on as the chief still? Did you notice that when she was introducing her to Bugs and she was like, this is the chief stew. And I, Aisha like looked at, oh, maybe she didn't. No, I don't know. I was like, maybe she didn't know. <laughs> Hannah wasn't there. I don't know. She kind of looked at her weird as if she wanted to be like, wait, I'm not the chief stew. But like, I don't know. That's don't another know. story. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how yeah. that goes. Jess also hear- still can't do laundry. Still can't. <laughs> can't and also just is making out with Rob while there's a pile of laundry sitting there. It's like the fun thing about a washing machine is that once you press the start button, you can go make out with Rob all you want, but you got to press start first. (laughs) And I have always said, we don't see Captain Sandy mad that often, but when we do, like it's for a reason. And I'm sorry, the laundry thing, like she got mad. She was like, dude, it shouldn't look like this. Like, hello, just fold the towels. But- well, and if you walk down there and the washing washer and dryer just aren't on and there's a pile of laundry, it's like (laughs) you... You could have pressed start and then gone and done whatever. (laughs) You're right, Dylan. You are right. So we'll we'll see if her laundry skills like perk up a little bit. I don't know, but she's she's staying as third stew. Okay. (laughs) Staying. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite. Acai Grape, Pineapple Mango, Lemon, and Mandarin 
Mandarin Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Also, we talked about this on the side, maybe on the side, I don't even remember. One last note about them, this couple. Rob and Jess like only want to make out, but then get like mad that they're constantly disrupted, but like they're at work and their relationship yes. just happens to be at work. And like, they're, they're like, where can we go? I'm like, we're not disrupted. And it's like, just wait for your shift to be over, you know? Well, and it's funny because they're now sharing a room by themselves. <laughs> and so they literally have a place of their own on the boat. <laughs> and so it's like, they shouldn't be that upset that somebody walks in on them in the laundry room when they have a cabin that is just you, there. Yes, we couldn't be more on the same page about this, but <laughs> we have to get to what we are all here to talk about. Last night was the season finale of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, and I was very surprised at how happy I was with this finale. I uh, I was, was entertained. Like, bum 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 bum. I was bum, on bum. the edge of my seat. I was getting everything I wanted. We saw Dorit's <laughs> housewarming party. She's decorated for Christmas. She has a spooky-ass jester. Oh my God, it was like a human. It was a real human. Ew. She has nutcrackers. I'm sure Bethany would be jealous of those. Um, That's true. So Dorit's having her housewarming party. And it's funny because I feel like this was supposed to be the big finale party but then we actually got the best parts of the episode after the party but obviously don't want to get ahead of ourselves we have like chills. <laughs> everyone looks phenomenal at oh this my party. god Did i know i when faye resnick showed up in that sparkly silver dress i actually like gasped she looked so good and i do have to say as over the top as dorit usually is this dress was chef's kiss on her she's in the safety pin versace look iconic classic versace from the 90s she looks great pk looks great because she didn't let him wear that weird silver <laughs> jacket and pk's also this is the first we've heard pk's launching a non-alcoholic champagne which you know i don't which sure. Rena explain explains that Champagne without alcohol is like sex without an orgasm, which to some people that's very accurate. But would I want any alcoholic beverage with no alcohol? No, but that's my personal preference. There are other right. people going through other situations who need that. So I, I appreciated that, but it was funny. I'm happy posted, they were also serving alcohol. <laughs> I posted a video just randomly a moment from the episode of Kim Richards and she was holding a glass of the non-alcoholic champagne. And several, I got several DMs from people, I guess, who hadn't seen the episode yet. And they're like, oh mm -hmm. my God, is Kim drinking again? And I was like, no, 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 it's PK's non-alcoholic <laughs> champagne. I felt like all of a sudden I was like a brand ambassador for this dumb champagne. That is so funny. Also, we see another cameo from Adrian. Not much to her, but I almost freaked out, Dylan. You saw, I was like, is that... Marisol Patton from Real Housewives of Miami that they gave no screen time to, but enough for me to notice that it was her. Because was guys, her? you've heard me talk about what one hundred percent. I'm positive, but someone correct me if I'm wrong. Like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm I'm convinced it was her. 
But now, like, I'm not second guessing myself, but like maybe okay. there's a chance that it's not, but we can totally fact check that. But you guys know that Real House of Miami is like my jam. So I was like, <gasps> I like gasped when I saw her, but you know what? It could be someone that just looks a lot like Marisol. Anyway. <laughs> so we mentioned who is at the party, but most notably who's not at the party is Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. So they all think that Denise is coming, are saying that they think Denise is coming. I don't know whether... I have I have trouble believing that they really, really thought Denise was going to show up, but uh, yes, Lisa Rinna says that Denise texted her earlier that day about what she was wearing. It really seemed like at some point she intended to come. And Garcelle went to go pick her up. Garcelle, yeah. if anyone is who I did believe that was caught off guard because they were waiting for her, which didn't look like her house by the way they look like she was like in a city of LA (laughs) yeah no I agree it's like they were they were like meeting somewhere maybe I don't I don't know but so Garcelle's calling Denise she's not picking up they wait for a while and then Garcelle ends up leaving then we're back at the party where Kim Richards shows up with Brandy Glanville who Dorit had already said was not invited to the party. So I just like they pre- the behind the scenes messiness of Kim Richards bringing Brandy as her plus one to this party is just like a little, it's a little much. Were you not dying at the fact that last week Brandy was invited to Teddy's baby shower and didn't ask if she can come. And at Dorit's party last night, she was, not invited. Dorit even made it a point to say, "Of course, why would she be invited? We're not friends." And <laughs> she showed yeah. up. Here's the thing: why we love Kim Richards, though. If it was anyone else, I feel like people, like even Dorit, was like Kyle, and Kyle's like, "I'm not responsible for her." Like I didn't know she was right. bringing Brandy. If anyone is going to a party and bringing someone, you tend to give the host a heads up, and you're like, "Hey, can I bring a friend?" In this case, "Hey, can I bring Brandy Glanville?" Like, hello. That's the thing. It's not so much the idea if you were bringing anyone, but it's like if you were bringing somebody that you knew had such direct ramifications to this group and specifically is not on good terms with certain people in the group, because then Brandy tells Dorit that she texted Denise earlier in the day telling her she was going to be there. And so automatically... Which was nice of her. Okay. It was nice of her, but then automatically Denise clearly decided she wasn't going to go if Brandy was going to be there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I guess it's nice that Brandy sent that text, but at the same time, like Brandy knew exactly what she was doing. And yes, it's, it just is like, it's so interesting that this was supposed to be like a big finale party. And then really there ends up being almost no drama at the party because Denise didn't show up. I, I enjoyed watching it, but almost nothing really happened. Well, my single-handedly favorite part of the episode was that we find out Sutton knows Brandy because they go to the same skincare specialist. (laughs) I was like, Sutton, where has this Sutton been episodes one through three of the season? Like, girl, I'm sorry for anything or any judgment I had towards you. I love you and I want to see you back next, next season. But We see now the party is like dwindling and more and more the producers are, are now characters on the show. Like what is happening? The producers are now talking to Garcelle saying there was a family emergency from Denise and Garcelle 
when you guys hear someone has a family emergency, like you shouldn't take that lightly. That's like a serious thing. So now of course no one wants to believe that Denise is lying. Cause who lies about something like that? But yeah. the producers, the tone I got from them are that they're pretty fed up. Also, you're supposed to be here. You're not like, right. we can't keep doing this. The producers, obviously, whether they 100% didn't believe it or not, they were uh, they were frustrated with the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. So then we see the next day, Dorit, Rinna, and Garcelle are having lunch with each other, I guess, and they're discussing what happened. And basically, they now know that... (laughs) Denise told Garcelle she didn't answer her call because she didn't want to, she didn't want to turn, she didn't want to make Garcelle lie to the other women, basically confirming that the family emergency was a lie. And they're also openly, again, talking about producers. I was like, guys, is this a a show or what? Like, what's happening here? Why don't they just come sit and have drinks with you so we can see their faces? (laughs) But yeah, the whole lie situation, like, she didn't want Garcelle to have to lie for her. But like, here's the thing. She's just digging more and more. Just say, Brandy texted me. I didn't want to have to like confront her at Dorit's party. That's what happened. It's all, these are such simple fixes that it became like deeper than it should have been. But. Yeah. And it's interesting to me. I posted a tweet about this on our Instagram account that I think it's funny that for so much of the season, Teddy and Kyle were the ones that were kind of stirring up the shit with Denise. And then in this aftermath, this lunch scene, they're not at. And then kind of the the pinnacle of the season to me is the scene between Rinna and Denise. And Kyle and Teddy were not involved in any of this aftermath stuff. The last time we saw them, other than Erica's little cute show moment, was at the party and nothing really happened. So it's funny that Teddy and Kyle kind of put in all this work to 
to build up the drama, but then they didn't even really get to reap the rewards by having any of the like big dramatic scenes. The quote unquote rewards, but it was funny. They did make it pretty dramatic when they were like, they started off the episode for like Monday night, Friday, like giving us a timeline. And then this just now they were last night, they at the end of the episode, they were like, 15 minutes later, this, this. But Denise, like, ended up sending cease and desist to the cast and the producers, and then she stopped filming. And then they show her calling Lisa Rinna to come over and talk, which was one of the most powerful and real and insane conversations I've ever seen. Like, Lisa Rinna did not come to fucking play last night. I was was like, whoa, Lisa knew what she was doing, but she was not being malicious. She was doing she was doing what she needed to do to protect her and her girlfriends because at this point she has seen that her friendship with Denise is now changed. And Denise was just lying and lying and lying. And the part that got me was when Rena asked her a question, like I forgot what it was. That's because I'm so caught up in my own like thoughts. And Denise goes, Who t- who told you that? It was Okay, so that, that was when that it was when Rinna goes, You sent a cease and desist and you wanted them to cut the footage. Yes. And Denise says, Who told you that? And Rinna's like, Oh, you're angry. I think that Denise When she goes, thought, Oh, you're so angry. I think Denise thought that they were having a TV show conversation. She th- I think mm-hmm. she thought that they were gonna talk about their issues and why does she think Denise is lying? I think that was the pr- conversation that she was prepared to have. And then Rinna must've had permission from the producers or something to bring up the filming and the cutting the footage and stuff like that. And I think that's why Denise was angry and caught off guard because she didn't realize that the conversation was gonna go to that place. And so all of a sudden she was like, It was almost like she got caught. And again, through all of this, I still feel like at the root of the issue, I'm Team Denise. I still think she was right about a lot of things, but she still- Team Denise over Denise and Brandy? Or like who, Denise against who? Who are you talking about? Team, I I still like Denise. I sympathize with Denise. I don't, I still think the affair stuff either shouldn't have been brought up or should have been dealt with in a very different way. That being said, she obviously lied about stuff on camera. Whether or not the affair happened, she lied about how much she knows Brandy. And so it's frustrating because it's like, I think Denise just played this whole second half of the season so wrong. Yeah, I I agree with you in that aspect. I think it's the lying that got everyone. Listen, like nobody likes a liar and it's not like she didn't own up to it. She just kept going and going and going and listen what was the root of the season is a big deal for someone who is married with children so she probably didn't know how to handle it it's not a normal situation that everyone goes through and is exposed on television so i think the straw that broke the camel's back though for rinna because they didn't show any of the other women was the lying about the family emergency. Like, that's just not something you do. It's just not right. You could have said anything else. Anything else you could have said, I'm sick. Well, she used that excuse last week, so she couldn't say that. But the thing is, with the the lying and coming up with an excuse, honestly, all of the women would have understood. They might not have been happy about it, but it would have made sense to them if Denise said, Brandy's coming to the party, so I'm not going to come. Even if they were... 
even if they were unhappy about that decision, it at least is still, it's still a logical decision versus just not showing up and all of them. I mean, the fact that she made Garcelle just sit in the car waiting is like pretty bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're, and then, but then she always plays such the innocent card. Like she's like, yeah, yeah. And then she like uses her gorgeous smirks to like just stare people in the face and like turn it on. Yeah, turn it on them and like, Garcelle didn't do anything wrong. You, If anything, you didn't even exactly. have to tell the women. Just tell Garcelle. Just be like, listen, I found out. But I thought the way they did it was so crazy because we didn't know Brandy texted her until like a little later on in the I episode. Because part of me, thank God I didn't tweet any of this or anything because I was like, let me watch this out. I was like, what are the chances that Brandy's there and Denise right. isn't? This is so crazy. They like led me on a little. Well, me and everyone else. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> jobs. I... You, I will say that reunion trailer dropped yesterday and it looks like it is going to be pretty explosive. And yes, we haven't really had a Beverly Hills reunion pop off like that in a while. And so especially them doing it over Zoom, I was kind of worried because Beverly Hills is not the group that is, you know, loud and in your face and always bringing it to the reunion. But that trailer, first of all, the quality looks amazing. It's Beverly Hills, darling. I know. Beverly Hills, the production is better. Um, You know, something that, that even though the tabloids were all out like months ago and everyone knew what was happening, I did think it was weird that they cut to the scene where they show a picture of one of the tabloids where they say Denise Richards stopped filming after... Month months long months affair long, exposed affair. <laughs> with Brandy Glanville, and I was like, "Wow! Like, I can't believe they went there." But you know what? I, know. I almost feel like this is all karma, unless there's all something even more to this that, like, the viewers and us really don't know. Maybe producers are kind of like, "Fuck you, Denise." I don't know. That's just my opinion. We'll see. It'll be. I think it'll be super interesting to see kind of where the dynamic is at the end of the reunion, because obviously a lot of time has passed. Um. Barry, who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group? I feel like it's a, a tall order to choose one. I know. Um, guys, we forgot to talk about something. What did we forget to talk about? Her name is Dorinda. Oh, my God. And Oh, my God. <laughs> Dorinda's not a housewife anymore. Dorinda is not a housewife anymore. So I'm going to go there. I'm okay. going to give my Bravo Lab to the Bravo Lab of the Week to Dorinda because although she was nasty AF for a portion of the season, there were, she has demons, there she has shit to figure out. She played a great part of the Real House of New York journey and hopefully we see her soon. I don't know where. (laughs) Agree. I, I would, I'm going to give mine to Denise and Lisa Rinna specifically for that last scene on the couch because I think that was like Housewives Hall of Fame material. Say what you will about the season as a whole. I've enjoyed it. But that scene specifically, I have, it's been a long time since I was that sucked into the TV watching Housewives. Yeah, my heart was kind of like pounding a little bit. I was like, (sighs) this is like not, this is like kind of real because of how far their friendship goes back. I know. So. 
I'm excited for the reunion. Guys, we will be back tomorrow. And tomorrow's episode, we have a special interview with Dr. Wendy Acefo. It was so great to talk to her. Can't wait for you guys to listen. And of course, we'll be talking about Real Housewives of New York as well. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And join our Facebook group. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.